0: All right. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Everything Virtual, where we dive into VR news, games, and everything virtual, really, on (laughs) a weekly basis. So I am your host, Zane, along with Ronnie. Ronnie, how you doing, man? I'm doing well. How are you? Uh, Doing good. I'm excited about what we're going to talk about today because, you know, for, for new listeners, this podcast started off five years ago called Everything Vive, because Mm -hmm. Ronnie and I both had a Vive. At least that was my first VR headset. Mm -hmm. And uh, obviously it expanded as the VR and virtual reality landscape grew. Mm -hmm. But there's a special place in my heart for for HTC and the Vive, uh, just because that kind of got me into this new world. And we have some interesting, exciting news from HTC, finally. Because I I don't feel like we've talked about HTC in quite a bit Mm -hmm. outside of you know, just kind of speculation of what their plans are in the future. And to be fair, we are still talking about speculation about what their plans are in the future, but it is based on very real and definitive material that they have released, which is essentially just a tweet. So uh, we're going to share this, this article with you guys. It's uh, from Tom's guide, but it's based on a tweet. And uh, actually here, let's just go ahead and share the article so I can point to exactly what I'm looking at. But um HTC released his tweet, <laughs> literally just says it's your move, and shows you know a little snippet of the logo there. Yep. And a lot of people are thinking that this has something to do with Project Proton, which was announced about a year ago at this point. And to be honest with you, Ronnie, I mean, there's just been so much VR stuff that if I did hear about this, I feel like I've forgotten about it. So it's kind I of had. Like uh, so the funny thing surprise. is so yeah, I know. So yeah. I wanted you to share where where this was at in the back of your mind and how this kind of all made sense to you
1: sure so before any of the articles or anything like i you know i i look over twitter and i have a lot of vr related uh you know followers and follows or whatever mm-hmm. on twitter so yeah i saw i saw htc vive uh make that post it's your move with the little logo yep and i mean i'll be honest the first thing i was thinking was like maybe you should I, I, I was kind of laughing. Cause I was like, I don't know. Like, I feel like everybody else has made moves first, but, <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but whatever. Like I, I was excited to see that. He, first yeah, yeah. I thought it was funny though, that, uh, that HTC was, you know, uh, releasing stuff and then it was actually even funnier. Uh, a couple days later, I, I don't remember how long, uh, it was, but Oculus eventually their account, their Twitter account eventually responded mm-hmm. and, uh, what did they say? Like they made like a chess move or something like mm-hmm. what part of the board they're moving. And then they said, now it's your move. And yeah. so they were kind of like both back and forth, like kind of joking at each other. Yeah. So I, I feel like that's fun when like the, when the companies can kind of poke fun at each other and oh, yeah, play yeah. along. It's, um, what is a fun way to do that without. Yeah. Really so didn't... they were, so that was cool. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, the, so the, the tweet itself just shows that kind of matte black, you know, mm-hmm. plastic or whatever it is with the vive logo on it. Um so you assume that it's some kind of a headset but doesn't really show you anything and I had completely forgotten um, about this uh, Proton headset yeah, prototype, I would say, or whatever. We probably dig into
0: the Project Proton. Yeah,
1: which I remember seeing. Yeah, that. like I, I okay. remember, like when you when you told me, "Oh, yeah, this has has may have something to do with Project Proton." I was like, "What's Project Proton?" And then and then you showed me the link, and I saw these photos, and I was like, "Oh, yeah, I remember Speaking when they had of what, kind of hinted. Those yeah, HTC had hinted about a year ago, working on some kind of a headset, and. Uh, They showed off this kind of like bug eye looking thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And it looks interesting. I mean the with these, uh, I mean, it seems like it could be a potentially like an all in one headset. I don't know this, the, the second one looks like it has some kind of a cord on it. So I don't know what that would be for, but then, but the top one doesn't. And I mean, really until they actually say what it is, you never really know, but Mm -hmm. Um, I think what everybody's going to mock
0: up from like a year ago at this point, Yeah, like, so.
1: I think what but, everybody's hoping with any kind of new HTC headset is that it's going to be a standalone, um, of <laughs> some sort, but we don't really know anything. So, I mean, supposedly it's looking like that, whatever this project is or whatever this new potential headset is, that it might be released sooner rather than later. Like it might already be in production. Yeah. Um, so hopefully we learn more, but, but I don't know uh, what's what's your take on it.
0: Well, so you know the um, what the article was talking about, and I guess the headline for the article, which like I said, we'll, we'll share, is you know Oculus HTC Vive teaser revealed, Oculus Quest two rival on the way? Question mark. So, of course, you know it, HTC and Oculus are the we'll just go like the original rivals, right? For for starting in twenty sixteen when the Vive came out and the Rift, and then the Rift uh, with the touch controllers the following December, like those were the first two, I would say like heavy players in the space. And sorry, obviously Oculus has kind of accelerated where they've gone in terms of offering the standalone headset, whereas the Vive Pro went in a different direction on a more like enterprise scale Mm -hmm. and at a different price level too, right? So it was very much consumer versus enterprise. um, And I think, for for us, like we're very much on the consumer side of things and the enthusiast side of things, the Vive Pro was fantastic. And I know we've both had a chance to jump into the Vive Pro, you, you more than me and really, really liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know how that compares to the Valve Index, which came in and sorry, I'm not trying to go down that rabbit hole, but Vive and HTC and Oculus being the two kind of like sparring back and forth with, with one another it would be really exciting to see HCC launch something that could rival the quest. And again, this is not about, you know, taking sides. Like I said, you know, HTC has a special place in my heart, but to me it's just about competition. And mm-hmm. I think competition breeds innovation and for HTC, if they do have something along those lines that can push the envelope just a little bit and mm-hmm. really bring something else to the table in either standalone or, you know, if it is tethered, but still, uh, tethered in a way that it provides some other value although i gotta say even just saying that out loud it's tough it's gotta be if, if they're yeah. trying to compete with the with the quest it's gotta be untethered
1: i think uh, it's gonna <laughs> be tough regardless the more i'm thinking about it man i'm starting i mean just based on what i know about what's what i think is possible in the market mm-hmm. um i kind of have a feeling so so here so okay let's assume for a second that it is some sort of a semi standalone device. Mm -hmm. Um, where, whether that be just like wireless streaming or what, um, I kind of have, so, so let's say it is a standalone device, kind of like a quest or a quest Two. um, you would assume that it would have to be cell phone, you know, kind of, uh, Qualcomm based hardware, kind of like the quest is, Yep. which is different than a PC, right? It, it runs different kind of code than a PC would. Um, just like your, your phone apps are different from your normal PC apps. Mm-hmm. The quest and the quest two apps are different than PC apps. They don't run natively on, you know, back and forth. So that kind of makes me think, you know, from the get go, a company like HTC releasing a standalone, if it were a Qualcomm based, like, you know, kind of cell cellphony based technology headset um, where like my first question is where would they get native software to run on it because right now all the vr software that's designed to run on like an android based kind of system is all oculus exclusive in the oculus store like when the when the quest came out they had to re-release all these vr apps kind of from the ground up like you know ports that run specifically on the quest so you would have to assume that none of that stuff will be compatible with someone else's headset true so then so then my question is, I mean, are they going to find a way to get it to natively run certain types of steam VR titles? That would be awesome. Like if, if that were possible, but I just, I kind of don't think that the, the hardware power would be there to either emulate or like somehow. So I, yeah,
0: my, my, my yeah,
1: no. So my gut tells me they wouldn't be able to, like, they won't have a large, uh, um, native, backlog for this device. Like if they're going to start supporting Android devices or Android-ish VR apps from the ground up, then they could potentially try to get developers to release um, their VR apps on like a Vive port service or something like that. That's, mm-hmm. that's new, that would work on it. So that's, but like that would be an uphill battle, right? It would, they'd be kind of starting from zero and trying to get developers to submit content for some theoretically new, you know, store that they run natively off the device. The other um, thing, though, is kind of like the more easy extension of what they've already been doing would be to really empower this device to do uh, wireless streaming off of a PC. And then they could really like they could really capitalize on Viveport and all that stuff that they've been doing on the PC side and say, yeah. hey, like, you know, you're whatever this new uh wireless devices um it'll play some of these smaller titles that we're gonna have in this separate store but like their main focus would be on allowing you to stream stuff off of a pc and then mm-hmm. they could leverage Viveport and all the stuff that works on the vive already and just basically give you a way to stream it to this device i i kind of seem like it, it just it feels like that would be the more approachable way for them to do it i i could be wrong But it just seems like to me and then and so that kind of puts some of the stuff in perspective of what uh, Oculus has done recently, which is they finally allowed uh, virtual desktop to natively stream from PCs on the Quest. Mm -hmm. And that was one of those things like just a little bit of backstory there. Virtual desktop is a is an application that you can buy from the Quest App Store. And it's you know, there's a PC version of it as well. But they they released it on the Quest app store for Oculus, but they, the Quest the official Quest version never let you wirelessly stream from a PC. Mm-hmm. It would it would, uh, it would let you like do some other stuff, but it wouldn't let you actually do wireless streaming. And uh, Oculus's argument there was always that oh well we're about quality we want to ensure that the quality is high, and at this time we don't believe that wireless streaming from a PC is, you know, a good enough experience, blah, blah, blah. And so what virtual desktop had to do for that functionality, they had a separate side quest version of the app that if people really wanted to do wireless streaming, which a lot of people did, they would have to side quest it. And then when this, when all the, the new uh, we just talked about this, what's the app lab (laughs) when app lab came out, um, it was essentially kind of a new way to kind of, uh, you know, approve this stuff that, so that it could work more natively. Mm -hmm. And when Virtual Desktop resubmitted that wireless streaming stuff to Oculus, it ended up getting approved for the official app rather than an App Lab thing. So now um, you can just download Virtual Desktop on your Quest and it automatically works without having to side quest or without having to even go to App Lab. Mm -hmm. And you can just wireless stream from a PC. And the strange thing is, that was kind of a feel good moment right before Oculus made a different announcement in regards to cloud streaming VR, which so as opposed to streaming from your local PC, like in your living room, like let's say, let's say I have a, a PC that can run games here in my office. I can stream wirelessly from my quest. To, I can stream wirely, wirelessly from that PC to my quest or quest two. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can't subscribe to like a cloud-based service, for example, and do it that way. It, mm-hmm. Oculus is kind of, you know, drawing a line in the sand and saying we'll let you stream wirelessly from a local PC, but not from a cloud service. And 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 the, this could be completely coincidental, but given what we just talked about with HTC and what I think would be the most logical uh, extension of what they've done with Viveport to like some new standalone, like doing local wireless streaming. I wonder if any of that is based on any of their insider knowledge on what HTC might be up to. Like if, if Oculus knows that HTC is really going to leverage wireless streaming from a PC, maybe them allowing it on virtual desktop is like kind of a preemptive move to say, oh yeah, we have that too. Like, I I don't know. Like it's just, just because I, I, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm really eager for a competitor on the standalone VR market to the Quest in quest Two, just because you know competition is is good and right now i mean f- for the longest since the quest came out i mean facebook is the only option you have if you want a standalone vr mm-hmm. experience that's any good so i want htc to catch up on that front i want other players to be in the market i mean maybe maybe i'm selling htc short in terms of what their ambition is here and maybe they are going to go like you know gung-ho at creating like their own app store that works, and and I mean, you know, to be honest, there's room for that in terms of. I mm-hmm. mean, you look at you look at the iPhone ecosystem versus uh, the Android, Android ecosystem, and Apple has a very locked-in system. And I'm sure at the beginning, I, I don't remember exactly how like which app store became stronger first. I just don't remember. Um, but you would have mm-hmm. to have imagined at some point one of them was stronger than the other and the other, you know, yeah. like well, like I Google like is was
0: their first, right? Or yeah, you know, probably yeah. you're probably right.
1: Yeah. But no, you're probably right. So like, so, so all I'm saying is this could be HTC's um, opportunity to, to start a standalone VR app store, or really get one going that's going to rival mm-hmm. Facebook that could, I mean, I think, I think the logical move would to be to make it more open similar to what Android like, yeah. Android, like Google's uh, Play Store is like, so that, you know, for all of these future potential standalone headsets are, that we keep hearing about that may or may not come from other manufacturers, like if Samsung and HTC and LG, and like if we have a future where other people are making standalone VR headsets, mm-hmm. they're going to need an app store. And so maybe, yeah. maybe HTC could have an opportunity here to like build a new store also that could be used with more headsets. I don't
0: know. No, I, I mean, I, I totally agree with where you're coming from, and I think we've, we've played out this potential storyline before, right? Where, and this is, this is not, this is not, um, in looking at this in a positive or negative way. It's more so just making parallel comparisons where Facebook is similar to Apple's ecosystem, where it's very closed off and it's very specific in terms of the protocols of what Facebook wants, right? Facebook and Oculus. Mm-hmm. And uh, and on the flip side of that, and, and I'm going way back to like Rift and uh, original Rift and Vive times, where the Vive ended up being an ecosystem or, or uh, a headset that played within the Steam realm, right? And Steam mm-hmm. was that kind of App Store, of course, on a, on a PC, but yep. that App Store that was available to different areas uh, or different uh, headsets that wanted to plug into it. Yeah, then HTC came through and built out Viveport, which, you know, I I, I don't want to say that it's overachieved. I mean, I don't think it's overachieved, but I don't I don't want to necessarily say that it's underachieved. I just think, given the relative nature of where everything else has gone, I think Oculus has just gone above and beyond in terms in terms of the content that they've provided, mm-hmm. but. HTC has something to build upon. They have Mm -hmm. a library of content there. They have a model and there's an infrastructure already built in. So if they were to expand on that, which it's not out of the realm of possibility for for them to do, expand on that and really build out that store on the standalone side because we know that Steam was just PC-based, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, And unless Steam is working on something behind the scenes, which would be super cool, but let's not speculate that far. Um, But we know that HTC has their foot very heavily into the pool of VR at this point and mm-hmm. if they are trying to continue competing with uh Oculus then they would want to be building out their own ecosystem and a standalone headset and doing all of that. So mm-hmm. I think that's very much within the realm of possibility and the one thing that I do want to say before we rag on HTC too much and I feel like we've we've ragged on HTC quite a bit over the past couple of years and episodes um they they surprised us with with the Vive versus the Rift on the that initial launch almost mm-hmm. five years ago. Yeah. Uh, no, so I remember,
1: I mean, granted they had valves kind of backup. Exactly. Um, like, I mean, really it was, it was valve, you know, it was, it was valve. Val- but I agree with you. I mean, up until that point, I mean, fairly close to the launch of the Rift, the original Rift. It was the, the vibe was like, no one even was thinking about was all, what the it was. was
0: all about Oculus. And, the yeah. Rift. So, and then, and shortly
1: yeah. thereafter, like all of a sudden it was like, wait a second. Like, what's standalone or no, not standalone, room scale, uh, room scale VR. Yeah. Like what's that? Like the motion, they came with motion controllers way before Oculus yeah. was able to No, So I think, I mean, we're still early in the game. Like obviously yeah. Facebook is way ahead in terms of just software support and that sort of thing. But in some ways they're not like, like we still haven't seen Facebook horizons and by all accounts, I mean, mm-hmm. I hear from some people that it's really cool and I hear from other people. It's like, you know, Meh, it's like whatever. So like yeah, until still, we actually see it, yeah, we're still in early days. So so I I agree with you. Like anybody can can make an impact. And again, like somebody needs to come up with uh like a another standalone headset marketplace some yeah. somehow. Agreed. I mean, yep. we, we can't. I I don't imagine that Facebook will be the only uh, standalone option forever. Mm-hmm. So I mean, and and you would imagine that. At some point, Apple is going to start making that ecosystem look, bringing in like the rumors of Apple yep. jumping into the space. So maybe this is maybe this is HTC realizing like, if we're going to do it, <laughs> we better do it. We soon. Have to
0: do, you have to do it now <laughs> because Apple's going to be very controlling. I mean, so it's interesting that you brought that up because you know I think about just how how Facebook compared, how Facebook's VR compares to Apple's mobile ecosystem, you know, very, and and once Apple comes in, you know, Apple's going to have a very, very heavy hand on, on what runs through their ecosystem, which is, is just, it's on brand for them, right? It's I'm not saying
1: Google and and Google recently has kind of more or less officially stepped out of VR for the time being. Right.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, and we talked about that on a recent episode where like that didn't seem to be as big of a priority. So if there is going to be an open, and more like Android version uh, ecosystem for VR, HTC can potentially do it. And and just to, to finish the, the thought that I had on the last thing where it's just like, they surprised us in the past. So in terms of what they have coming up, I know I agree 100% that a big portion of that was was Valve. Mm-hmm. but there is the potential still for them even on their own to be working on something and have been working on something for the last five years. Yeah. That would be a potential game changer into what comes yeah. next. And you know, the the one of the takeaways that I had from the uh, from the um, article was how they fit like normal glasses and felt very, very mm-hmm. lightweight and granted that's not wireless or, you know, tetherless, but when I when I put the Oculus headset on, it still feels like I'm wearing a headset. Yeah. And if I could put just goggles on, and HTC was to kind of push in that direction, that would be kind of cool, right? I agree. So, yeah, I didn't
1: so. even think, but like, but yeah, like, and so maybe, but I mean, see, hearing that though also makes me think that it's not a standalone device. True. So, yeah. Which which could negate, like, and just to be clear, everybody, this is pure speculation on our oh, part. Man. Like, this is assuming it's a. Assuming they're HTC's working on a standalone that they want to release soon, it would have to have some kind of a store, you'd assume. And that's where kind of all this discussion goes of, well, could HTC potentially provide us that store? Or like, what the, I mean, maybe you're right. Maybe, maybe this device is going to be just focused on streaming. And if so, then I, I feel like if they were to do that, I mean, that would get rid of the pressures of having to s- create their own software store for a standalone device. Mm -hmm. And then that would also allow them potentially to, I mean, other than the battery um, they could have less hardware on the headset if it's not a standalone device. And so Mm -hmm. maybe that would, maybe that would give you the opportunity to make it much lighter. And then maybe that could be the benefit here is, I mean, maybe their outlook is, Hey, we're going to fit this niche in the market that hasn't been satisfied, which is, you know, giving you as light, a headset as possible because the quest for as light as it is still people talk about it being too front heavy yeah. and cause it has to have all those components in it. So like, so yeah. I, I wonder if I, so possibly HTC could be releasing some kind of a product that only does wireless streaming. Mm-hmm. and well and again we're, we're
0: completely speculating here so. yeah
1: we are we are we are but that, um, i guess where i was trying to go with that
0: just to give more of a macro view of like my, my thought process was the fact that like you know we we look at the quest and what the quest has done and you know wireless vr or standalone vr is, is amazing we we knew that was coming but when we go back to 2016 and we listen to our our own episodes right and yeah. what the community was wanting there's a slew of, of things that we were hoping to see from VR in the next five years, 10 years, two decades, whatever the case is. And one of that was being able to wear a headset that was comfortable enough that you could be in it for eight hours a day. Yep. And so granted we, I would say that maybe sometimes we we give a little too much weight to the wireless aspect or standalone aspect that the quest has done, but can you imagine? And again, this, this also comes down to the fact that HTC is very far into the enterprise side as well. But imagine being able to put just little goggles on that you don't feel, they comp- they feel completely normal and you can be in them for hours at a time mm-hmm. rather than, you know what I mean? And so here's the thing, even if it ends up being wired, they're still providing, like you said, a product that fits a certain niche, right? People who want to be in VR for extended periods of time who mm-hmm. don't, may not necessarily care about the the wireless aspect or standalone aspect of it, but damn it feels comfortable right yeah and yeah. like and, and it's just like a pair of glasses or just like yep. some goggles over over so you know what i mean like this yeah. this, is, this is where i'm saying we're like again pure speculation but i definitely get excited about the innovation and it may not be the innovation that we were expecting because we look at oculus and and facebook i sorry oculus and and vive and even you know playstation now to a certain extent as like okay what are like are they competing at the same time? Yeah, uh, are, they're whereas, setting
1: the goalposts, whereas maybe like there's still room for other companies to come in and, and completely change the paradigm.
0: Well, that, yeah. that too. But also, I, I mean, I was just trying to say like, we're, we're looking at an apples to apples, whereas, like, yeah. you know, Oculus pushed the. Oculus pushed the, the envelope on the Apple side of it. When, in terms yeah. of demo, what if uh, HTC can push it on the oranges side? You know, yeah, yeah. It with, no, that totally so, makes sense. Uh, again, either way, I think it's really, it's really exciting to see that there is something coming on the pipeline. And with them tweeting about it, I would assume, and you know what they say about when we assume, but <laughs> I would I would assume that there's got to be something coming this year. I mean, it's only March. Yeah. So if they're tweeting about it now, I, I would hope, you know, and this is just the fan in me, I would hope that there's something coming down the pipeline before the end of 2021.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. And, and two things we haven't had a chance to kind of talk about that I think is going to be critical regardless of what, assuming this is some kind of a VR headset, mm-hmm. I think really what HTC needs to nail, and I hope they've learned their lesson from from this stuff on the the launch of the Cosmos, they really need to nail the 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 tracking, and mm-hmm. the price. Yep. Because I think I mean those are the two things that killed the Cosmos. I think I mean I think the number I think above and beyond the thing that affected them the most is the negative perception of the tracking system in that headset. Yeah. Because because I, it didn't help that they were relative. They were still pretty expensive, but I think I think there would have yeah. been people willing to give it a shot if if they thought that it was like a that it was a a true premium product that it was going to give you uh you know a, a, an experience at least on par with what Oculus was providing with the Quest the and Quest, the Rift yeah. S but you know everybody was really let down by the accuracy of the tracking and then on top of that the fact that it was more expensive just kind of added insult to injury so yeah, um I, there's, they just
0: provided no incentive for people to jump in when there was a, yeah. a better alternative
1: in in many ways so that's what. So I think. I mean, for me personally, I in, for me to be interested in a device like this, I would have to hear that the device is has great tracking. Mm-hmm. Um, and then and then besides that, uh, obviously having a good price tag also helps. I I still don't think I don't think that a company like HTC will ever ever be able or anyone for that matter, except for maybe like an Apple, um, would be able to get the price down as low as Facebook. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I, and to be clear, I think whenever we see the Apple headset, I don't think having a low price point is really going to be their goal anyways. Yeah. But but I just think I think Facebook has subsidized the Quest and the Quest 2 so much that really like those the prices that people are paying for like a Quest 2 is actually artificially low. So, so it's a little bit, but
0: that's that's a console strategy too. Right. And, yeah, and and here's the thing, Facebook or Oculus can get away with it because, you know, you look at uh, PlayStation versus Xbox, they lose money on the consoles because they make it back on the games. Yeah. Facebook can do that because they have the content and the software out there. So this kind of goes full circle back to what we were talking about, where if HTC wanted to subsidize the cost of the hardware, they need to have, they need to have uh, an ecosystem where they can make that money back.
1: Yeah, so I mean, I just I just have a feeling that it would be you know it would be very hard, difficult. So I I do think that the price is going to be higher. Mm-hmm. But so so knowing that the price is going to be higher, um, or assuming, um, they really need to bring it when it comes to yeah. the device capabilities, and and I wonder how all this like with rumors of a of a Quest Pro now potentially coming out, mm-hmm. um, and and I, I I have no idea where. I know that the legitimacy of a quest pro is real because that came from yep. uh, high up at Oculus. But for some reason I've, I've seen rumors of like a, like around $600 for something like that. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm curious as to what the capabilities of a quest pro might be like, but that, that, quest, that, yeah. that also makes it tough for, uh, for HTC two. So it's, it's going to be an uphill battle um, regardless of, I think what they're releasing. But like you said, uh, hopefully they're they're coming to the game with something a little bit different yeah. so that they don't I, I hope that that's what they do because mm-hmm. that'll give them a different opportunity to make a case for themselves. They don't have to be like if you're releasing the same roughly the same type of a product, then you can't avoid a direct comparison. Yeah. So ho- hopefully HTC is going to kind of come at this from a slightly different angle. Um that'll give them some sort of a benefit because we need we need more competition in the space
0: agreed man all right well this was uh this was a lot of speculation for an episode
1: (laughs) it it was definitely uh like we we have no like special knowledge on this like we haven't been discussing anything with with any of these parties so uh take everything we say with a grain of salt but Mm -hmm. uh, on the same token we've been in the space a while um and we kind of have an idea of what is more likely than not so Exactly. Well,
0: it's more so we have an idea of what we want to see in this space because we've we've talked to a lot of people who uh who are are in the space and are are wanting the same things. So yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's exciting either way, regardless. And as a just a VR fan and enthusiast, I, I'm excited for, for what 2021 has to offer, man. Yep. Cool. You got anything else?
1: Uh, no. I think we covered that topic pretty well. So. Awesome. Hopefully-
0: All right. Well, let's go ahead and wrap this episode up. Thank you guys so much for listening. We truly appreciate it. Let us know your thoughts down in the comments or if there's something you would like us to check out and chat about, please do connect with us there or on Twitter at Everything Still got the same Twitter handle. So gotta, <laughs> gotta make sure we point people to the right direction. And uh, if you like the content and want to support the channel in a free and easy way, just hit the thumbs up button and subscribe. Uh, other than that, Ronnie, you take care and we will see you guys next week. Take care.